0: Are you laying bricks in a wall or contributing to the building of a cathedral? It's all in the framing, isn't it? And that's what we're going to cover this week when we look at what it means to be purpose-led. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organisations on how to change their culture, but this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. Last week, I gave you my story of how I discovered what I think is my purpose for this stage of my life. This week, I want to start looking at what it might mean for you individually. Then next week, we'll have a look at what it might mean for your organisation and your team. If we think about the definition of purpose, it's the reason why something is done or why something is used. But that's not really enough, I don't think, for what we're trying to do here, where we're looking at something that actually is going to provide motivation and meaning to us. To get that level of purposefulness, I think we need to explore the idea of having a higher purpose, where higher means serving a cause that is greater than myself and making a difference to others. And of course, that is what makes it so deeply personally satisfying. And there's definitely a a feeling inside that you get when you do something like that, I'll tell you just a very little story of something I was um, on a train in England not long ago, and beside me on the seat, I noticed there was a little bag, and in the bag there was there was a book and there was a passport. So I opened it up and you know saw the passport and saw you know the back of the passport. There was the um, place where you know call somebody who is close to you or whatever. So I rang the number and I spoke to this the daughter. Turned out of the person who owned the passport. And she was talking, and you know, she was just so unbelievably pleased that I'd found it and talked about her mother and how she was in London and she lived in Ireland and she wasn't going to be able to get home and it was all a big fuss. And anyway, I ended up putting the passport in registered mail and, you know, she got it the next day and all was well. Uh, Sid a little story, but there's a feeling that comes into me when I do things like that. It's a kind of a slightly smug, I'm a good person. Doesn't it feel nice to be a good person? I'm so glad I took the effort to make a difference because, you know, I could have just left it there or I could have handed it in or assumed that the British Rail Service's lost property would have done something about it. But I actually went the extra mile and I did it myself. Now, that took me, you know, probably an hour. By the time I'd rung her up and gone to the post office and organized the whole thing, Hardly what I would call a major higher purpose, but I I give the story because I think it touches into that feel-good factor that we get when we are doing something which makes a difference to someone else, even in a small way. So that's what we're going to look at today. And for some of you, I think this means being more purpose-led means lifting your head up, And instead of looking at the bricks that you're laying, looking at the cathedral that you're also building. So putting more focus on the bigger, the better, the more glorious things that you're doing for others. But other people, I find, are actually already doing that. But somehow they're doing it with resentment. So poor me, you know, I always have to do all this stuff for other people and no one thinks of me and this, that and the other. So I think for those people, if you feel that maybe that's more you, the shift is one of attitude. It's about how you frame what you do so that the reward comes in the doing and in the graciousness and the generosity of doing it. I found when working with people that the place to start in becoming purpose-led is actually to get a purposeful intention for daily life, a small one and later then to get that broader and to start looking at the broader arc of a lifetime purpose that may emerge from that, which I described for myself in the last episode. What if you started your day intending that it had a purpose? And that that purpose, for example, might be make the lives of others better or contribute to the debate. Or if you have a religious bent, Bring the spirit of your God into what you did today. Or produce something of excellence. Or give more than you receive. So simple little sayings, the kind of sayings that sometimes you can buy as fridge magnets. But just to take one of those and say, okay, let me make this my purpose. What would you do differently? What would change? about how you felt or thought about what you did do. Now, let me tell you, you know, the story of my day today. Calls, meetings, talking to different people. If I go in when I go into the day with a purpose of, for example, I'm going to give more than I receive, then I listen more. I became more focused on what the other person needed. I was more interested in how I could make their life better than in what I wanted for me that the flow of my conversations were different. If my purpose, for example, had been to contribute more to the debate, then I would have spoken up more rather than just staying quiet. So a strong sense of purpose, something that you may keep just quietly within yourself, modifies your behavior and it actually gives you courage. It helps you to overcome your fear, for example, of speaking up or your tendency to dominate the conversation, or whatever those natural tendencies might be for you, when you have a strong sense of purpose, it's a controlling factor. It helps you to behave differently, but in behaving differently then to fulfill something that is meaningful in a way that you come out feeling good as well. As you practice living with purpose, you start to discover broader themes for what we could call your contribution. I've worked with people who work in the pharmaceutical industry, who described to me that they see their personal purpose as being to extend and improve the quality of people's lives. And That would be a, a fine purpose for an organization who was in the pharmaceutical industry. But as the individuals who were working there, as they got clearer on that, they actually realized that the purpose was beyond their job and beyond that company that they worked for. It was actually what they wanted to look back on their whole life, knowing that they'd pursued. And that's very liberating, because then you lose your fear of losing your job, because you know you will pursue that purpose through any means. One client I'd worked with a lot had started a foundation to raise funds to help families of people with cancer, so they could spend more time together to travel and to visit the sick person, find them accommodation, and therefore fulfill this idea of extending the quality of life. And she lost her job, actually. And she spent a year just ramping up that charity. And eventually she got another job. But it became the same purpose with a different outlet. And I've got no doubt now when I speak to her that that will be her purpose for her whole life. And she just happens to have various different jobs that's enabled her to do that. So as you do identify more and more with your purpose and you realize that it can probably be with you for your whole life, I find people tell me that's deeply comforting because it moves me, it moves us away from concepts such as employment and retirement and taking a job or being fired from a job. And it puts me in the driver's seat which I always like. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I love control. So the exercise for the week is to start with purpose as a daily practice. What is the higher purpose that you want to pursue today? Choose one, even arbitrarily, and see the difference it makes to what you choose to do, how you choose to do it, and the way you frame what you're already doing in your mind. Are you putting bricks in a wall or building a cathedral? And then start to look for the patterns. What is the bigger arc, the greater purpose, which I suggested that you did last week as an exercise. I'm going to suggest it again this week because I don't think it's something that one nails immediately. So I look forward to hearing how that goes for you because I think being purpose-led is a quietly transforming part of personal growth and one which is hugely fulfilling. Thank you. And we'll talk some more about it next week where we explore the purpose of your team or your organization.